The media almost seemed disappointed a few days ago over a mass shooting in Las Vegas. We're going to tell you what that's about and hear from a student, which will rip your heart out. Uh, also, there appears to be a new crime in America. Congress is even investigating it. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me on this Friday as we approach Christmas and the new year and the holidays in full swing. Um, so yesterday, two days ago, Wednesday, um, I was, where was I? I was out somewhere, uh, and, oh, I was at lunch. I was at lunch, and all of a sudden, uh, we got the news, active shooter on UNLV campus. The University of Nevada, Las Vegas is eight miles from my house, uh, and so suddenly, I was in the middle of a news story, meaning my city, uh, my neighborhood, uh, my places that I go. One of my doctors is over on Flamingo and Maryland Parkway, right where this was all occurring. Uh, places that I, you know, have been suddenly were in the national spotlight for a mass shooting. And at first, we didn't know much. Uh, it started at about 11.59, and all we knew was there was an active shooter. We didn't know if it was a student or, or we didn't know anything. And, of course, the news media responded in, ma in mass, and the police responded, and everybody was sheltering in place. Students couldn't leave. It was just total chaos. Then we heard about, quote, multiple victims, unquote, and that was around 1.30. And that's all we heard. That's all they kept saying. Multiple victims. But they didn't tell us how many. They didn't tell us how many were dead. They didn't tell us if any of them were students. So suddenly the entire valley, because Las Vegas is a small town. I know you don't think it is, but it is. And the entire valley, you know, was talking about this and was wondering, you know, about this. And I myself was pulled into it because... You know, it, it, it just, you, you just, you know, we already had a mass shooting here in Las Vegas, you know, October 1st, we, several years ago, we had the largest mass shooting. And now all of a sudden, here we were again, like what you would think that one mass shooting is all a city would have, but nope, here we were again, having a mass shooting. And I started watching local news. I don't normally do that, but I, I launched Paramount Plus uh, and put on the 8 News Now, uh, which would be a CBS station. And as I was watching it, he, uh, the reporter, grabbed a student and did an interview. And that student said exactly what I was thinking and vented the frustration that I think so many of us feel. So much so that I went and found the clip. And I want you to hear from a student who is fleeing the campus, who doesn't know what's going on, doesn't know anything really, uh, but was grabbed by a reporter to be asked about his experience. 
And his articulation, not just of what was going on, but of, I think, what we all are thinking and feeling was so poignant, I had to, I had to show it. So I hope 8 News Now will forgive me for, for airing their video, uh, but I want to show you what this guy had to say. And there were audio problems with the interview uh, when it was going on because of helicopters, because of news media. There was a lot of radio frequencies over there. Uh, and so some of that bled into the interviews. So you're not, you're not hearing uh, anything. You're not like, you know, oh, what is that in my head? Uh, no, that there was some audio problems. So you'll hear two people talking at once. Still, I think even with its technical problems, you need to hear what this student had to say. Now, as you know, I get kind of bad with these uh, playing videos. So, so let's just try here. Here we go. It was just panicking. We were just having a normal class. And then all of a sudden, everyone just, someone said active shooter running across. And we had to close the door and barricade all the tables up, about six tables up, um, to make sure that the door wasn't coming out. You know, we just started looking for updates. And, you know, the updates were not even coming through sometimes because the Wi-Fi was bad. Or, like, we, we were getting updates every, like, five, to, or not every five minutes, but, like, every ten minutes. And we were just super nervous in there. You know, we didn't, we know the building. I was in the Guala building, so it's not, it's somewhat close to where the building Before was. But we were getting reports that the shooter was moving and not moving. It's just very scary, you know. It's it's very scary when you go to a college campus as open as this one. You pay the money to come here, and these are the leaders of tomorrow. You know, we're trying to learn to become leaders of tomorrow, and people are scared now because every time you step on a college campus, there's shootings every single year now, and it's just getting scarier and scarier for us students. I personally have never even been through one, and I wasn't even somewhat close to it, and I'm still scared out of my mind right now. And I'm not even that per I'm not a person that gets scared like that. So it's just really scary to know that you can be put in these situations out of nowhere. And I'm just very thankful for all the cops to be here to help us out because they got here very fast. And I'm just very thankful for the, my class to be willing to barricade up and know what to do in these types of situations. And how many people were in your classroom? Uh, almost up to like 12 to 14 people, or yeah, 12 to 14 people, maybe 16, and all the guys just started barricading up against the door, you know. You get really nervous, really scared, and you just don't know what to do, so you kind of just try to kick into what you've learned, and it's kind of sad that we know how to do this kind of stuff. It's sad that I know how to barricade a door at, and I know I shouldn't know how to do it, but I shouldn't have to do it. I'm in a college classroom. I'm learning about the First Amendment in society, something that could better my knowledge, and now I'm not learning about that because I'm dealing with an active shooter. I'm in an active shooter situation, so, you know, I'm obviously frantic. I'm scared. I, you know, I'm glad I'm out, and I pray for every single person that was in there and I hope every single person got out you know I'm, I'm just nervous you know did you hear any um, uh, sounds of rounds going off so we didn't hear any we couldn't hear any sounds of rounds thank God um, but we did hear a bunch of police presence we could see out the windows police moving in uh, little formations moving up and everything and it's just really scary you know like seeing that kind of stuff seeing police come into your building you don't know you don't know where it's at and the updates are only giving you somewhat good of updates every 10 to 15 minutes so you're just nervous what, what about in that time gap what about what's happening so like we didn't hear anything, thank gosh, but, you know, we got to see what was unfolding through the windows. And what did uh, the, the professor in the classroom tell you guys? The professor was very calm. You know, he kind of let us uh, actually take over what was going on, truthfully and honestly. Um, he was very calm, just very, just sat there and didn't know really what to do. You know, there's a lot of professors that really haven't been in this situation. And, yeah, we know that they're supposed to train and supposed to know what they're supposed to do. But when it comes down to it, you're in, you're in a shock fear. You don't know what's going on. You're just trying to survive. You don't know where he's at at that moment. So he was just kind of 
sitting there letting us barricade the doors and just letting us do anything, not telling us not to do anything, but just not letting us leave. So he did his job perfectly well. I'm so sorry you're going through all this. Is it, did any the police tell you if there was any other suspects that were searching so, for? I have no idea right now. I just go off of my UNLV uh, app, but I do know the police have been doing a great job going through and just getting people out. Um, hopefully they're getting more and more people out and hopefully the suspects are down because honestly the situation is just super sad. And like I said, every single year we're seeing more and more of these shootings and what are we going to do about them, you know? Do we have legislation? But is it going to pass? You know, you just you just never know. So hopefully something gets done about this kind of stuff because now we're towards the end of the semester and our students going to want to come back next semester, not because of UNLV, but just because of society in a whole, you know? Like, are they going to want to come back now that we know that people can come on our campus and shoot? Thank gosh we have a good police presence. Like, scary. And, and how were other students in that classroom feeling? They were all pretty scared? Scared. Calling their parents, letting them know they love you. It's the moment you call your parents and you let them know you love them. You know, it's, it's the moment you call them. That's, that's it. You get no other moment if that active shooter comes in. So you're just in fight or flight mode, and you're just sitting there just waiting and worrying and worrying and worrying, and the suspense just builds, just waiting for text messages, you know? So thank gosh we ended up getting out of there. I'm very blessed, and I hope everyone else got out of there. I'm very sorry for if there is any victims, and I hope to gosh they get the attention needed. Did you call your mom yet? I did call my mom. Called my mom, called my grandma, called my friends, called every single person, and started texting people, and they all texted me back, I love you. Don't forget to do that. Always tell people you love them, because you never know when the last day is. Everyone was just panicking. We were just you never know when your last day is. Always tell people you love them. This from a college student. Okay, a college student. Now his anger, his frustration is shared by me. And for those of you that weren't watching the video at youtube.com forward slash Willie Carell, the message that UNLV sent out to the students was active shooter, run, hide. Fight. That's what it says. Run, hide, fight. Now you heard him say, who would want to come back to, to school? You know, this is unacceptable. You know, I should be learning. And instead, I'm out here dealing with the media for an active shooting. Broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast, driving you home or driving you crazy. Run, hide, fight. I know I went a little over there and talked into the commercial, but I got to tell you, I am so, I'm, see, I'm trying to be calm right now. I want to yell right now. I want to scream. So I'm actively fighting that because I know you guys don't want to hear me yell and scream. But you know what? When does this become unacceptable? Why, why do we think it's acceptable to send our children to school knowing they could be shot? Every school now. You heard that kid. You heard him say it's happening every year now. It's happening time after time after time. Who, want, who would want to go? Why? Why? Because we won't do anything about it. And yesterday the media got all sort of, sort of pissed if there were only three dead plus the shooter. You know, suddenly it became a second, third, fourth, fifth story. 
Had there been 20 dead or 30, oh, it would have stayed in the news, but only three dead, so let's just move on. In other countries, this would be the top story for days, and they would be demanding something from their legislature. But what is our fucking legislature meeting right now about? Anti-Semitic views on college campuses. Not making that up. There's been hearings for the last three days headed by Republicans over anti-Semitic views on college campuses during demonstrations. So they're going to sit there and blather and prather in a country that has a First Amendment. So if students want to say that Israel should be wiped off the map, while I disagree with that opinion, vehemently disagree with that opinion, it is their right to say it. But Congress doesn't think so because the Republicans now want to do away with free thinking at universities. They want to become thought police now. So they grilled university presidents. When have university presidents been grilled about gun violence? When have they been grilled about homophobia, transphobia, about racism? When have, has Congress given a rat's fuck about anything? But now, oh, it cares about anti-Semitism. Because I guess Jews are untouchable. You know, you can't criticize a Jew. You can't do anything about the Jews. You can't criticize Israel. Oh, trans people, sure. We can have a fucking speaker of the House of Representatives that believes you can pray the gay out of me. That just did a speech at a conference that he didn't want televised. But oops, they left on the cameras. He compared himself to frickin' Moses. We have a religious zealot as the Speaker of the House, we have Congress grilling university presidents over anti-Semitism. Meanwhile, we have children hiding and running for their lives at UNLV because yet again, someone thought the answer to their problems was to go home and get a gun. A 67-year-old ex-professor goes and applies for a job at a university here in Las Vegas. He is denied the job so he goes home, gets a gun, comes back, and kills the people who did not hire him. So now people that do interviews for jobs have to worry that the people that they don't hire are going to go home, get a gun, and come back and kill them for not hiring them. And we are supposed to go along like everything's fucking fine. Oh, nothing to see here. Just three dead people out of university. Move on. Everything in the world right now is falling apart. And we are sitting here just watching it burn. If you have a child all the way up through college, I wouldn't send them to school right now. No parent should, and they should all sue. Parents should sue every school district for the inability to keep their children safe. Active shooter drills should not exist because active shooters should not be possible because the people of America care enough about the children to stop them from being slaughtered. But nope. There's a genocide going on between Israel and Gaza. The Palestinian Hamas is trying to wipe out every Jew and now the, the Benjamin Netanyahu regime is trying to thin the herd of the Palestinians. Two wrongs. Yesterday, the United Nations called for a ceasefire. Now, they've been denounced as anti-Semitic. 
Meanwhile, here in Vegas, we had kids two days ago that didn't know if they were going to die. And what was their crime? Going to school in a country that doesn't cherish them. Going to school in a country that doesn't value them. Because if we really valued the children, if we really valued young adults, we'd make sure they never had to worry about being shot, even if that meant getting rid of the goddamn Second Amendment. Most of you have no clue what the Second Amendment means. If you're not a part of a well-regulated militia, you have no right to a gun. I don't care whether you agree with that statement or not. It's the law. It's the Constitution. But it's been so misinterpreted by the Republicans and those who profit off of guns, just like meat and dairy industry won't let you go vegan, which is better for your health and better for the planet because they profit off of selling you poison. Gun manufacturers profit off of selling you death. And two days ago, the death came to Las Vegas again. And now at universities across the country, at schools across the country, kids are a little more scared because another school shooting has happened. And what do you do about it? And what do I do about it? And what does the country do about it? Not a goddamn thing. Oh, well, that's just the cost of being an American. We need our guns. And so, you, you, you know, you, should, you might be shot. What a sad fucking tragic nation we've become. We are so sad and tragic. We are giving billions away to defend Israel, billions away to defend Ukraine. We got countless people sleeping in the streets. We have millionaires and billionaires and celebrities touting all the benefits of wealth while people are starving. We're running around acting like the holidays are supposed to be the most joyous time in the world when most of us can barely afford groceries and are living on credit cards or on loan payments or on second mortgages. Why? Because the rich need to continue to get richer. And our population, 330 million people, live in fear of being shot in grocery stores, in movie theaters, and particularly in schools, which have become nothing but barrels to go pick off your prey. Homeless serial killers in Los Angeles. Here in Las Vegas, two homeless people being killed. Down in Los Angeles, homeless people being shot like fish in a barrel by a serial killer. We have an 80-year-old president who is a nice guy, but meanwhile, we have his, his opponent, Donald Trump, actually talking and posting about being a dictator. He was asked by Sean Hannity, you have no you know, desire to be a dictator, right? And he said, well, except on the first day. An article in Salon about how we are walking into dictatorship with Donald Trump, and he reposted it. But he's still considered a viable candidate by a party that has a majority of our House of Representatives? A party that would rather sit and discuss anti-Semitism on college campuses instead of the same day they were grilling those college presidents, students were being shot at in Las Vegas. And what do we do? Nothing. 
I don't want to be angry with you this Friday. I don't want to be doing I don't give a frack Friday. I, I would like, it's the holidays. I'd like to just take the rest of the month off. But how could you hear that kid at the beginning of my show and not be angry? How could you hear that kid say, I don't even know who's going to come back to UNLV, not because of the college itself, but because of society, because we won't protect our kids. He's as frustrated as anyone because he just spent an hour locked in a room in a corner, cowering, calling every loved one, saying, I love you, because he didn't know if he was going to die or not at 19 years old. What are we doing? What, what are we doing? Why are we even doing this nation? What, what is the point of America at this point? Does anyone even know? I do. I know what the point of America is, and I will tell you when we return. And I think you'll agree. Boy. Now I'll be labeled an anti-Semite, of course. If oh. you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily... You're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. What is the point of America? To make the rich richer. That is our sole purpose. To be consumers, to make the rich richer. 9-11 happened. What did George Bush say? Go shopping. When COVID help happened, what was their big concern? The economy. Not your health. The economy. Not your life. Not the million and a half people that died. The economy. Well, we can't wear masks. It'll discourage people from business. We can't shut down airlines. They need money. The only purpose, excuse me, the only purpose of America right now is to make the rich richer. To make sure Elon Musk and Bill Gates and all the other billionaires, Warren Buffett, on down the line, to make sure they all have billions of dollars. To make sure oil companies have billions of dollars. To make sure agriculture companies and food companies have billions of dollars and that their shareholders continue to show a profit. That is the only purpose of America. That's our only purpose. The only purpose of Congress is to protect their assets and to protect the wealthy. Congress could care less about the Jews. They want the Jews' money. And that's the truth. Congress could care less about anti-Semitism. Congress is homophobic, transphobic, anti-woman. They're anti-everything unless there's money in it. So why do they want to care about universities and anti-Semitism? Money. Money. Oh, and to shut the universities down, to get rid of any liberal or any progressive president of a university, to get them out. They want control. The rich want control. And the only thing they want from you is for you to shut up, buy their products, 
work at their companies for too little money, and then die. That's what they want. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad because it affected me yesterday because I was right here in the middle of it. They closed down the 15 freeway. They closed down the 215. They closed down Charleston around the University Medical Center. They closed down Flamingo and and Harmon around uh, Sunrise Hospital. The entire valley, the traffic all over was displaced. Why? So emergency vehicles could get through. Why? Because there was yet another slaughter at a university. But the whole city was affected. And tourists, God knows what they thought over on the Strip. Who knows? You come to Vegas and suddenly the city shut down because some madman's running around with a gun. Just another day in America. What a sad statement that is, too. I heard that a lot yesterday. Well, it's just another day in America. What a sad, sad statement that is. Just another day in America. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, I'm angry. I'm not angry at you. I know that you're just as frustrated as I am. I know that many of you are just as mad as I am. I know so many of you are sick to death of nothing being done. You know, scientists on Thursday uh, beseeched the public to become climate activists because the scientists said, if we don't do something, if the public doesn't mobilize, then our ability to inhabit planet Earth is going to change drastically over the next 10 to 15 years. And so they're like, look, you've got to go out and be an activist. Where are the activists against guns? You know, I posted on TikTok about the shooting and all the anti, you know, all the people started posting, well, we can't take away guns because guns do this. And I'll die before I let you take my gun. Then die. I would rather every person that, want, that won't give up a gun die than innocent people who don't carry guns. And yeah, I said it. And I'm a gun owner, by the way. And I would gladly give up my 38 caliber snub nose revolver that only, six, only shoots six bullets, period. I don't have a magazine in my gun. I can't shoot 20 people at a time rapidly. Six bullets, then you have to reload. It's like the old police gun. I have it strictly for protection. I have bullets in it that won't pierce the walls. It is, I target practice. I know how to clean it. It's locked away. I am a responsible gun owner. And I would gladly get rid of it tomorrow. Gladly. If you could tell me that someone's not going to come through my door with a gun. If you could tell me that the homophobia and hatred and transphobia and all of that isn't going to spill onto me. If you could tell me all of that, that when I go out in the world that I'm safe. If you could tell me that, then I'd get rid of it. But you can't. Why? Because there's a lot bigger and badder guns out there. And there's no regulation on them. None. Oh, yeah, there is. No, there isn't. If you want to get a gun, you can get one. You want to get a, a machine gun, a, an automatic, an AR-15, you can get it. And meanwhile, we all just sit here and act like we are powerless. Like, well, what can we do? We can elect people whose sole mission is to stop climate change and stop gun violence. That should just that should be the only American agenda. Stop climate change, stop gun violence, end poverty, racism, 
homophobia, transphobia. That should be our agenda. That's it. Climate change, guns, poverty, and equality. That's it. If I were running for president, that would be my platform. Climate change and gun violence by getting rid of guns, diversity, equality, and inclusion, and the ending of poverty. We have the money, but the rich have it. And the rich just want to get richer. That Again, that's your sole purpose, is to generate wealth for the rich. That is your only purpose. Everything you do generates wealth for the rich. You buy a car, you're generating wealth for the rich. That's why we don't have public transportation. No money in that for the rich. You go to the grocery store. You know, Cardenas Market opened near my house. It's a Mexican market. And I went to their opening Wednesday. And I got a wagon full of food for $48. I go to Sprouts, I get one bag of food for $48. I go to Smith's or Kroger, I get one bag. Cardenas, I got an entire wagon. Six avocados for a dollar. Lemons, $1.50 for 10 instead of 75 cents a piece at the other stores. Food doesn't have to be the price that it is. It is the price that it is because corporate America wants to continue to get rich off of you eating. You should be angry this holiday season. I know you don't want to be, but you should. It's an election year next year. You should only vote for people who want to ban weapons, all weapons. It's time to get rid of all weapons in America. You heard me. But we won't. We won't. So I'll calm down and it'll all go back to normal next week. I am Corel. Be who you want to be. So long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Stay safe. I love you. Patrons will talk to you on Sunday. Much love. Much love. Please stay safe. Please, 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 please. please. Hey, it's Corel. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really that's youtube.com forward slash really for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really That's patreon.com forward slash really My website is really and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be, so long as it doesn't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today. <laughs>